go. All right, we're live at a very, very special time of day, a very special situation in the booth right now. I'm so excited that Nick White is here. Nick White is Hi here. Hi, guys. Introduce this is exciting. Yourself. I'm Nick. I'm, oh, my phone's ringing. Oh, you should have got to take the call. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I feel so deflated. <laughs> We had Nick White, a guy we've talked about on. He's a busy man. We've talked about on every episode of this show. If if you listen to this show, you know who Nick White is. Yeah, and he was here for a brief moment in time. You brought him. You you surprised me. You guys just walked in. Yeah, you didn't know that this was happening. I kept it a secret. Well, we'll get back to Nick in a second. But what else is special about today? Uh, Why is this night not like any other night? (laughs) I am. Blinded by light right now. Uh, it is. It's the, the time of day. Hour. It's the golden hour. 5:40 p.m. at Astro. Yeah, technically, I think that we're not quite even into the golden hour, which would be sort of the last hour of beautiful light. 5:45. Yeah, um, we're gonna do some beers, I think. Yeah, we're gonna drink beer this time instead of eating breakfast mm-hmm. because it's TGIF. Time to TGI kick off the week. Friday. I actually had about three ounces of rosé right before coming here. Thank you, Roman. Roman. Are, you, are you willing to be on microphone? I never talk about microphone. Are you okay with it? Yeah. yeah. Welcome to the show. Will you uh, introduce yourself? Yeah, my name is Roman, and, and my uh, my uh, regular name is Gianni Canale from Corpus Christi, Texas. <laughs> Take it away. That was good. He had that one ready. So Roman, we've actually, he's a bit of a, a figure on the show. On like This is like Astro Deep Cuts. Yeah, this is before Astro was a show, and it was just our lives. We would get waited on by So he's never been on, we've only ever been waited on by Martha. Yeah. And then that one time we came at a different time of day. Yeah. I can't remember who waited on. Oh, you know, it, it was, um, well, not Martha, but she's here every Friday, and she's always very nice to us and says hi to us. Yeah, um, this is all true. All right. The levels don't look right. Okay, there we go. We're good. (laughs) All right. You've been accused by other listeners. I've been accused. Oh, we're going straight into the accusations part of the show. Okay. Let's start with accusations. Okay. What do you got? You don't talk enough on this show. What would you say to people who say that? I'd say I talk plenty. I think I'm not going to just blather on if I don't have something to say. You know. Oh, no, yeah, no one would ever do that. <laughs> well, I wasn't quite sure if the criticism was that I don't talk enough or that I am not opening up about my personal life enough. It seemed like there was some... I wasn't entirely sure what the criticism was. This well, is a listener comment, right? Well, there are a couple. Um, so the one that maybe you and I talked about the other night was about how when you bring up some detail from your what this listener called, and I don't think this was meant in a pejorative way, your wayward youth. Mm -hmm. And then he felt like, I think you would then depart and not want to like stay on it. I I, I don't know if that's fair because I- I I mean, I I do feel like at a certain point, I don't want to keep talking about myself. It's not, it's not, it's not the subject matter. It's just that like, okay, I've talked enough, which apparently is not enough. To please everyone, but you know, you can't please everyone. And yeah, I mean, if there are specific things that listener X wants to know about my life, feel free to submit those questions and what? I will answer them truthfully. So and email us at what's that? I can the astropod at gmail.com. That's right, theastropod at gmail.com. Um, or write us directly, I guess. Listener X. What does that mean, write us directly? Oh, you know this person. I do, yeah. Mm. I was not talking to one of our anonymous fans. <laughs> one of the many. <laughs> That'd be great if I was like recognized for the Astro. Well, it's funny because uh, a dad at my preschool, I was at a preschool birthday party, as I often am on the weekends, and he was like, were you uh, at the Astro recording a show at a table? Was that you? And I was like, oh yeah, that was me. And he said he came in one day and I must have had my back to the door because I didn't see him and he came in and saw us taping. Wow. How did that make you feel? I was like, oh, you should have come on the show. And he was just looking at me like, 
Like, mm, what are you talking about? You <laughs> know this guy? Yeah, he's the dad of my preschool. What's he like? What's his vibe? Chill vibe, cool guy. Kind of guy who would come cool, on the show. Has a cool job. Yeah. Um, no, we have like a few mutual friends, acquaintances. So I feel like he's. Yeah, it'd be fun to have him on the show. But I also feel like I don't want to. I don't want to push it. This Nick White thing is such a freaking letdown. I was so excited. I was giddy. And then we started recording, and he immediately got a phone call, which he did mention. Yeah, he he's might like, I'm going to have to leave for a day. phone call, yeah. Um, Get back in here, Nick. He might we, be. Should we stop down and wait for him to come back? It's not allowed. Don't you yeah, it's not allowed to bring Nick White either. Although we've talked about what? that. <laughs> I don't know. Our rules don't apply anymore. We right. don't really follow the rules anymore. Well, right? I feel like if the rules you we only get one time to surprise the other one with a live guest, then we both used our. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, I've been waiting for you to get me back, and I've been hoping it would be Nick. And now he's here, but he's outside on the phone about a Jeep in Oregon. Yeah, he might buy this Jeep in Oregon and have it delivered here. Some way to like skirt sales tax. I guess they don't charge sales tax on vehicles in Oregon or something. It's really? cheaper. It costs less money to have the cheap delivered than the sales tax would be. Or something like that. Interesting. He can explain it all in great detail when he comes back. You know, if he I don't comes think there's back. Sales, sales tax in New Hampshire and New Mexico. Or New Hampshire, certainly. I think there's should no property we, tax in New Mexico. Maybe we should start a business buying cars in places with no sales tax and driving them to L.A. and selling them. That would be a good podcast. <laughs> we, we can make the Astro even longer. Yeah. This three-hour conversation. Has anyone done a three-hour conversation show? I think a conversation show, probably. Because usually it's just like an hour. Yeah. No one's doing three hours. Should we start doing three hours? Probably. Probably. <laughs> Should there be like a grand uh, like intermission with like sort of like grandiose orchestral music announcing like a stage break so that people can use the bathroom grab a drink and then get back to the show well I just assume everyone's listening with earbuds on and it's just accompanying them to doing whatever they do I assume people are listening on, on like, a hi-fi really nice hi-fi <laughs> systems you know the family gathers around like uh, sort of the... you really want to get the you really want to hear the ice drop in it's full pristine <laughs> 5.1 stereo Dol- surround yeah Dolby should we order up? Yeah, let's, let's get some beers. I think we're gonna order some beers. This is yeah. exciting. Yeah, we've never had. I've never had alcohol before. Do you guys have beers, right? Beer? You have ID? I do. Oh yeah, you need John to John. <laughs> How about me? You want my ID? Yeah. No, you only get it all. <laughs> <laughs> so you're fine. I can bring it. What do we look like? None of our listeners know what uh, we yeah. look like. So what, how could you describe us? Well, you describe us uh, about 38 years old, young boy. Uh, happy face. And um, what was the second thing? Yeah. Uh, jump as a oh, young. Yeah. A 38 year old. Oh, young yeah. 38. Still young, yes. Even now in the middle age, so, so you still okay. I can win the beer. <laughs> cool, so what do you have for beer? I can have a Budweiser, I have Corona, Heineken, also the I think so NG, NGA, something like that. It's a Miller. Oh, yeah. uh, MGD? Yeah, that one. That one. So I'm not very familiar with the beer because I'm not drinking much beer, but uh, that, that's all I have. Do you have a full bar or just beer? No, just beer and uh, white wine, rosé, burgundy for wine for eating, you know. Not for you have wine. a burgundy here? Yeah, we have burgundy, chablis, or rosé. Wow. So how much is a glass of burgundy? Well, it's not high, it's about $95 for you. <laughs> That's really not bad for a burgundy. Six dollar burgundy. No, no, it's not because uh, you know in the uh, the the glass is it's a good size because uh, sometimes you go in another restaurant you be uh, have a glass for the same price or more higher. Well, I mean that's an interesting proposition. It's hard to find a glass of burgundy for five ninety five. I've never heard of a glass of burgundy for five ninety five. You do love wine. I do love wine, but a beer sounds really nice. And before we got to the burgundy thing, I was like, in this diner. You should drink Budweiser. I was gonna get a Corona. All right, you're allowed. So you like Corona? I'll for have you? a Corona. And for you, sir? Should I get that burgundy? Burgundy for you? I have great. Do you think it's good? Do you like it? It is good. Oh yeah, I love burgundy, especially when I eat it. You know, I think I'm gonna have a beer because All right. you know, All right. I'm gonna have a uh, a 
Budweiser. Do you want me to get the wine? I want you to get whatever your heart desires. A little hungry. Beer sounds nice. We were like planning to have beer. Especially it's a hard Do you don't have a beer and a shot of wine special, do you? Yeah. No, especially it's a hard weather. I think so good it's going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah, because one is... You're so right. It's not burgundy weather. Exactly. Not burgundy weather because it's too hot. Yeah. We're going to be drunk soon. <laughs> <laughs> Should we order one for Nick, too? I don't know what he want. He can order when he comes back. All right. Yeah. So can I bring it Budweiser and, and a Corona? Yes, please. Great. Thank you. Do you have limes? Limes? I'll take a lot. Lemon. Yeah. Why not? Now you're gonna have lemon Corona. I um once brought lemons. Oh, crying out loud. Look who's back. Look who's back. Look what the cat dragged in. I'm sorry, guys. What were you doing out there? I was talking to a mechanic in Oregon. So you're going to buy the, the Jeep? I'm going to buy, potentially, he was telling me what was wrong with it and what how I should negotiate down. Not too much, but he was saying it was too much um, that they were asking. So. Yeah. We'll you see. buy a lot of cars? Tons. Yeah. It's my main hobby. What do you do with them? Where are they? <laughs> Just sit in my uh, backyard. I heard someone gave you a truck. That's true. No, no gave I gave someone else a truck, yeah. What are you giving out trucks for? I've got too many cars. i got to give them out. <laughs> story checks out completely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm really sorry. You guys should have waited to introduce me, but it's okay. You're really sorry. You guys should, should have waited to introduce I could have taken the call, then he could have said, we have a surprise guest in the middle of the show. It was so exciting. I was kind of hoping you were just going to take the call, but it was beautiful. Oh. Uh, we had, like, double guest on the guest. Oh, could have gotten frosted. Ooh, frosted. amazing. Frosted bugs. We need a beer for our friend, though. Okay, so what kind do you like, um, sir? I'll have uh, Budweiser. Budweiser. Hi, Mr. Julian. I need to see your ID. Oh, sure, yeah. Please. Wait, so you really do want to see his ID? Okay, yeah. <laughs> let me see. I think so it's still... I cannot see it well, so let me it's check okay. it Yeah, out. here you go. I'm 21 years old. Well, it's okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh, that's good. Um, anyway, I'm really excited to be here, guys. Um, excited you're here, too. And I'm sorry I fucked up the beginning. You are the Chekhov's gun of the Astro. <laughs> you you were showed in, in the early in the first act, uh -huh. and now you're finally going off. Yeah. What do you want to talk about? Gosh, I don't know. Should we pretend like the microphones aren't here? I feel um, like now that we have a guest, we have to get into it with you. <laughs> where are you from? I don't know where you're from. Yes, I do. Healdsburg. Do you? No. What's Castro Valley? Castro Valley. Um, close uh, I might not. Yeah, I don't so know if you're ready. I never use one. Thank you. All right. The very first beer at the very first Nick White. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers, guys. I'll make up the. This is a. Uh, I didn't know you did all this microphone work I do. on the I'm show. Always, yeah. I'm the one who's micing up Martha all the time. It's mm -hmm. hard work. This, this mic sounds very heavy. It's seamless. It's just a little bit, you know, more about the division of labor <laughs> that we just. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, it's uh, right to work state. Is that what they is that the right term? I want to talk about the frosted mug because That's mine nice. is yeah. Singha. Mine is too. Yeah. Great. Which is a beer they don't serve here. It's a beer they don't serve here. It was not on the list. The Thai beer. Ooh, that's delicious. All right, so you're from Castroville. Castro Valley. Castro Valley. People would think it was Castro. Like Castroville, I think is where Papa Roach is from. And every time, like when I lived in Chicago, I would tell people Castro Valley, and then they'd oh, think it was Castro. Yeah, exactly. No. <laughs> I don't know what Papa Roach is. Uh, oh man. No. Like uh, one of those new metal bands from 1999 to 2002 ish oh, okay. era, like, like on corn. Yeah. Oh. I'm yeah. thinking of a different new metal. New is metal. that what corn is? Um, uh, sort of, yeah. What was love, what was Papa Roach? I was thinking of like uh, cut my life into pieces. This is my last resort. That's right. I, do, I have no idea what this is. I don't think that's the name of the song. It's just the chorus. Oh, okay. Sing it. This is my last resort. Sing it. Suffocation. No breathing. Sing it with him. Uh, I. Uh, <laughs> and then he'd wear um. Right. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. That sounds awful. It was bad. It was. All right, so they're not from where you're from. No. Okay. So <laughs> um, who is, who Castro remember? Valley is inland from. The it's Bay like next area, to Oakland right? and Hayward, Fremont. Is it consider the Bay. Yes, it's really? East Bay. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yes. What county? Uh, Alameda, five one zero area fine. code. Okay, fine. Yeah. Fine. Um, who went to my high school before me? Cliff Burton, the Metallica bassist. Really. 
That's uh, a big deal. We've been talking about Metallica on the show. I was in the high school band, and we had a Cliff Burton scholarship because uh, it was like his family or something donated the money each year. So you get, I forget what the scholarship even got for people, but, you know, it was like $500 yeah, or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, people might not notice, know this, including you. It's not how you're making light. But he died at a very young age, tragically. Oh, really? Yes. He's dead? He's not one of the He died at the age of 24. Yeah, they he's were, not. Yeah, they were he's... on tour in somewhere in like Europe, like Eastern Europe, and yeah. there was ice on the road, and the bus flipped over, and there was this terrible crash, and everybody got out in their underwear, and he was dead. Yeah. And uh, like in some kind of monster, which have you seen that? Uh, I have on David's recommendation. So good. We were talking about <laughs> it, I think, like last week or something, but they do refer to. Nick's gonna take a photo. Take a photo. I was like, I was just had this moment. I was like, oh, I'm listening to the Astro. I'm like, no, I'm on the Astro. <laughs> What's it? Well, so anyway, they talk about how the the bass player who was in the band for like 14 years still feels like the new guy, kind of, because he replaced Cliff Burton. Right. But okay, what does it feel like being here versus great. listening to it? Um, what are you I'm, noticing? I'm feeling. I mean, it's just nice. I get to say stuff. Uh, yeah, that's true. Our, yeah, our show mean, is hanging out without talking. <laughs> you can hang out with us, but you can't actually yeah. hang out with us, and yeah. you can't say anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can't fact check what we're telling you about yeah. Metallica. Uh, who else went to Castro Rally High School? That's interesting. Rachel Maddow. She's great. Yeah, she was like 10 years ahead of me. She's fantastic. Mm-hmm. God, Turning I love cross. her. I love her monologues. Like, I love when, I, when I'm able to catch them. I'm mm-hmm. really into it, the way that she opens her show. I've never seen that show. It's. I mean, when I've seen it, it's just really, really good. Um, especially the monologue. I mean, it's still like a 24-hour news network show. Like, it's the headlines of the day. But yeah. she does her... But it's her. Her take on it. I like her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah <laughs> she could probably do it. I'll use my alumni connections. Ten years after you. <laughs> All right, but tell us who you are. Why are you here? Uh, I'm here because I'm friends with you guys. Um, I don't know. What else is after there to say? Because we're going to an event after this. Yeah, so that's like, true. Yeah. You want to ride to the event, you gotta yeah. I got to record a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you were like, I'll think about it. Yeah. Well, you know. Really? You had to think about it? Um, well, about whether I needed a ride from David. <laughs> All right, because you're like. I'm happy to be here. It was nice. You, you know. didn't have enough cars at, the, at that no. particular moment? No. I've taken the engines out of all of them. I'm trying to swap them all. And just see if they'll work in other cars. It hasn't this, hasn't been going well. That's your project. People are gonna think I really collect cars. I think. <laughs> you, I mean, I'm convinced. Oh, okay. I don't. Uh, what is the Jeep? What is it? A Jeep that you wanted? Like a specific Jeep? Um. So I'm looking at used Jeeps. I've been playing like musical cars for a while, just for a bunch of different reasons. But I had this truck that I gave to a friend, and I the truck is the reason I gave it is because it's not. The wheels falling off at once. Yeah, the wheel fell off. When David rescued. Hey, the wheel fell off my car on the highway. Can you come <laughs> on the highway? On the, like up past Bakersfield. David yeah. drove like three hours to come get me off the road. Oh, because you were driving back home. I was driving back home. It's like Thanksgiving weekend, like three or four years ago, and uh, I was just kind of driving down the road. It was like eleven at night on the five, right near Lost Hills, and you know that part of the Coming five, you down. feel like you feel like there's wind sometimes so i thought the wind was pushing me to the right oh, yeah. it's like oh man and uh then the automatic the uh what's the brake light the anti-lock brake light came on i was like huh and i pumped the brakes i was like no oh, it seemed to work okay so then i just kept driving and then like 15 miles later the front of the car just goes down sparks start flying out the front and right of the car like 80 or probably 85 yeah and uh just fishtail over to the or I guess not fishtail but you know what I mean just skid over to the right side of the road and uh major sparks major sparks uh and then I for like a second but the the road was like empty so luckily it didn't feel it felt not as dramatic as it sounded like when I tell the story everyone goes wide-eyed but when I was there it just was like just sort of surreal right are you good in a crisis um I don't know you should ask the people that are around me during a crisis what, what are your notable crises? That one? Um, I don't know. I've been really lucky. Like, I haven't broken bones. I've been pretty lucky. Um, oh, so anyway, the car. So it, there's a bunch going on with this rusting. It's from Chicago. I was just kind of sick of putting money into it. It got hit another time while it was parked, and I didn't really want to fix it. So I gave it to our friend Colin, because he likes to go to the lumber yard all the time. Yeah. 
He's also been mentioned on the show. And the condition, the, basically the condition was, you can have this uh, as long as I can borrow it whenever I need to. And so it's kind of the community truck David uses it a bunch. I want to use it. Each, uh, I'm well, not in on it. I don't, Colin I don't technically it, owns it now, so you have to ask him, but I'm sure it's fine. Uh, Last time, next time we have a work, work lunch. Yeah. We uh, kind of quasi work together, yeah. I can't. We can't talk about it. Oh, stop. <laughs> just I can't. Come on. <laughs> I just saying. Is uh, it that big a deal that I don't want to talk about my job because... No, it's not a big deal. I'm just of, saying, like, NDAs that I've signed that, and I work for... I just didn't want to... Donald Trump's I, least favorite person. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. That's a long list. I think it, it, that changes. I'll, the only quote that I will ever remember from Top Gun Miller? is, I feel like well, I could tell you, but the list is long and distinguished. And then the other guy says, oh, yeah, well, so's my Johnson. It's just like the only one that I can remember. Mm. Goose. Goose probably said that. That sounds yeah. like a goose thing to do. Are when you, I think of Top Gun, I just think of, like, being a kid and playing Top Gun with my cousins. Is that a Nintendo game or something? Just pretend. Pretending to be Top Gun. Oh, okay. You're like, we're playing Top Gun on this wing set, you know? And my cousin being like, I'm gonna fly fighter jets. And I'm like, okay. You know, and I was just like, oh, this is fun. And then he ended up becoming a jet fighter pilot. In the oh, Force. really? Yeah. He said that in such an effete way that I thought maybe he wouldn't end up doing it. No. Were you saying defeat people can't be jet fighter pilots? No, I just... You're... <laughs> Your impersonation of him. I was, that was a kid. That was a kid voice. Oh, that was a kid voice. Yeah. <laughs> That's David's kid voice, everybody. Wow. <laughs> well, we've gotten you to sing, and we've gotten your kid voice. There's so many milestones the today. We're going to say, we'll choose our having beer episode. Well, yeah, so yeah. David, the other night, I was like, look, we got to draw you out on the show. We don't get enough of you. You don't talk enough. Is that what this episode's about? No, this oh, is okay. about you. Really yeah. <laughs> He's like, great, perfect. I'll bring my wife here. Look at this thing. Ah. <laughs> uh, so let's get deep. I'm, I'm really wait, wait. excited to be here on the on the beer episode. Dude. I just noticed your mic says live wire. That's great. I didn't notice that. My, my live mic wire is? advantage oh, microphone. The cable? the cable. Well, it is a live wire. Look, <laughs> Nick White. Wait, like, what are you all about? We need to dig Gosh, in deep. I don't know, man. Yeah, get get uh, to it. That's really. We have to like warm up first. We have to like. No, we don't. No, we <laughs> we're don't. Twenty-two minutes in the show. Yeah, you we're skip ten minutes. More than a third right. in. Um, uh, I had to go. I, I wasn't on the phone. I was out there just warming up my vocal cords, <laughs> and I was just really nervous. Red leather, yellow leather. Meow, 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 meow. It's like, oh my god, I didn't warm up. We we uh, look. What do you want to know about me? Ask, I don't know. Ask well, me. Like okay, you're, you're you're how old? I'm 34. <laughs> Go on. What's your favorite color? Uh, green right now. What do you? What keeps you up at night? Uh, usually like thinking back on the day and whatever I said wrong to somebody. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. What'd you say wrong to what somebody? What if we're in a feedback loop where we are thinking about each other <laughs> when we no, email? No, no, no. Like... Don't, don't turn this into one of your I just buy cars for fun jokes. <laughs> no, he started deflecting and he, he was using right. you. But I'm going to get into it. What were you going to ask him? Do you, you have something? No, we'll get to you later. Okay. Hold on. These guys are too close and they're on the other side of the booth. And I, I got it. Like there's a good triangle going. I kind of figured it'd be better to have you on the other side, but then when you were leaving, it would have been. So tonight, what are you going to be thinking about? What are you going to be worried about? Something you said here? This? Probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's actually really, that's apt. Or that's, that's right on it. Nearly 100 people will hear. Yeah. <laughs> but not nearly as many people are likely to necessarily know you personally. Sure. So then I'll make a great first impression or a terrible first impression. Right. So that would be the thing that you would worry about? Probably, yeah. Why? I'll just I'll think, oh, I said too much, or I didn't say enough, or I said the wrong thing, I made jokes at the wrong time, I was deflecting, all those things. <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm such a... I mean, no, it's fine. It's, it's, it's... I'm such a bad host. I'm no, like, you're not. You're a great host. I'm, I'm, no, but I'm, maybe I'm treating just you a little bit like I'm, yeah. I treat David like this in a fraternal way, because right. he does have problems opening up on the show. <laughs> <laughs> But, but then I just moved it right over to you, right. so I'm sorry. Uh, no, that's fine. I'll take it. What's your favorite movie? Oof. Uh, I mean, I feel like such an L.A. cliche saying this, but like 
Back to the Future has been my favorite movie since a kid, since I was a kid, and that's kind of stuck. Yeah. I can still watch it once every couple of years. Yeah. But I feel like that's like a lot of LA guys, just like it's their favorite movie, really? and I feel really self-conscious about people it. People yeah. from LA. I don't know, just people I meet around here. Maybe just there's more movie energy or something. It's also just our generation. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. The car from Back to the Future has a Peterson. Really? You can go look at it. And the little Main Street and the park and the City Hall is still mm -hmm. on the Universal lot. I was there two weeks ago. I was really close to getting a flux capacitor tattoo. Oh, I wish you had a flux capacitor tattoo. <laughs> on my inner, inner oh, arm. Oh my god, you really dodged a bullet. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any tattoos? No. <laughs> Yeah, I really love the Back to the Future movies for a good... I mean, I still do. They're great. I saw all three of them. They did this... When the third one came out, they did this thing where they showed all three of them back to back to back in a theater, and I watched all three of them in like a triple screen. That sounds amazing. Yeah. And wow. And it says, I saw Back to the Future back to back to back. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Look at me opening up. <laughs> stories from my childhood. I wrote Back to Future fan fiction when I was in like no uh, elementary school. Oh, no, middle school. Yeah, I lost it on Chuck's. Yeah. When you were in elementary school. Middle school, I think. Did you create new characters? Or? No, I only got like four pages in. It was mostly just what happened immediately after the third one ended. What happened? Do you remember? Uh, all I remember is Doc was sitting in the train. You know, the train at the end of the third movie. He was sitting in there, staring at the clock. And then something had gone wrong, like he was kind of looking, and then I don't remember what had actually gone from there. So that's as much as I wrote. But that's like, where you opened. Yeah, that's where I opened. There was this kid at my elementary school in fifth grade. He started writing this amazing story, uh, kind of like in a Beverly Hills 90210 kind of setup, mm -hmm. but featuring all of us kids. Oh, cool. By name. <laughs> and it got to the point where he was like making these elaborate plots. And he, I remember him being invited by the teacher to sit in front of the class and, like, read these things to us. And the, the irony of that is that, like, there was a very serious hierarchy of, like, popular kids, you know, unpop down to this girl that was, like, taunted. Like, there was this one girl that everybody was really mean to. Um, and, and it kind of reinforced and, like, played with that. And he wasn't necessarily one of the very popular kids or whatever, but he was, like kind of wielding this odd power through this storytelling. I just remember like, you know, like thinking it was so odd that the teacher was allowing him and and like encouraging him kind of to do it. And I don't know if it went very badly at some point or like when he stopped doing it, but he stopped. But it was like a big deal to be like mentioned in one of these like serialized things that he had written out by hand and you read. It was like, and then Nick White showed up and, and you would be like, Ooh. Do you remember what he wrote about you? No, I mean, I was in it a little bit. I was like, kind of like, I can't, I think it was fifth grade. It must have been fifth grade. And I was like marginally popular. And there was this girl who was like very popular throughout my elementary school experience who had like the longest hair in school. And I think that I was dating her at that that year or something. And that was like big cred, you know? Mm -hmm. like, oh, you dated the girl with the longest hair? I dated the girl with the wow. longest hair. Yeah. Wow. It was a big deal for me. So where were you in the hierarchy? I was not. Um, like inner inner circle, but I was adjacent. Second, I was like tier. second tier. Yeah, I think I would call myself gotcha. second tier. Yeah, I mean, were your elementary school experiences at all similar to this? The first half of the movie. I don't have. I don't have any. I was either oblivious to it or I don't remember it, but I don't remember there being like levels of popularity in elementary school really? necessarily. Is it like more of a high school thing, or all I really remember in terms of like class structure is that I was had this huge crush on like the hottest girl in our class. Exactly, that was the and, girl I dated. And <laughs> wow. seriously, <laughs> you didn't say hottest. You said longest hair. And I was like, well, but hot in elementary school means longest hair. Oh, does it? Okay, well... I mean, um, I grew up in the in the 19th century in, you know, a Quaker village, yeah. so yeah. Mm. But I remember doing, like, sort of crazy things for her. I remember on... Um, it was either her birthday or Valentine's Day. I got this huge, giant box, and I wrapped it, and inside it was, like, this little makeup kit that I'd given her. <laughs> a tiny makeup kit yeah, inside a, a giant, giant box. And then another time, I... Uh, I was like, you have to come to this part of the playground. I need to sing your song. And I like <laughs> took her over to this part of the playground and um. Thank you, Roman. Oh, He's Thank telling you. the funniest story. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, please. Thank you. 
Do we need three more beers? I'll have another beer. You don't have Sing, do you? Sing guy? No, no. Okay. Mm. I'll do the glass. Just the glass. <laughs> do you know how, why you have the You know the story? No. Just, <laughs> they had him. So do you want another one? Sure. Yeah, another okay. round. Thank you. I didn't. Okay, so that, that's amazing. So come to this weird part of the playground. Yeah, like there was like this hill with trees on it, which is the same spot where we told this kid we had this treasure hole and if he buried his money <laughs> in it hole. it would be really cool and then he buried his money in it and then he left and we should stop <laughs> I think I was the kid in elementary school that would have felt that fallen for that trick to? yeah well because why because I was kind of, like I would have crushes on girls in middle in elementary school and people would just blackmail me for my like Doritos and my lunch because if I didn't give them the Doritos Give us your Doritos or we'll tell everyone at the school that you like this girl. Doritos were such a big deal yeah. when I was in elementary school. Cool Ranch Doritos were almost like a symbol hmm. of popularity. Yeah. Yes. And I was them. not allowed any of that stuff as a kid. And like my, my favorite lunch to bring that I would be ridiculed for was a baguette with pate and cornichon. <laughs> yeah. But that so just was your says nickname everything. Pate in elementary school? I, I don't need to talk about my family because that just told you everything you need to know. But uh, yeah, but but the, like there were these foods that were like symbols of popularity, mm-hmm. and then there was all these. I don't remember all this stuff about food. Like this kid Alex Robbins. I wasn't allowed to get McDonald's when I was a kid. My parents didn't let me eat McDonald's. Can you believe that? I know this about you. <laughs> oh right, because of, yeah. So you can uh, talk about that story now. I haven't talked about it enough on here. <laughs> we need to edit it. Okay. Um, so, but Alex Robbins only ever had McDonald's. So you'd bring this old McDonald's in a brown bag. That was considered cool? No, no, no. That wasn't cool. Oh. That was just... <laughs> like, that's the saddest thing I've ever heard. Alex Robbins was amazing. He was this little kid and he had this stringy hair and he was very skinny and he talked like this. And, and then... From all the McDonald's he ate every day. And he would... And when he was walking with you, when he was talking to you, he liked to grab your, he, you, like, you would be walking next to him, and he'd grab your hand, and he'd be like, Sal. You know, like, he was, he, like, you, you know how, like, little kids have stuff like that sometimes? Like, there's this other little kid that, not when I, I was, like, maybe, I was, like, a teenager, but there was this little kid at this summer camp that I went to that used to like to grab your earlobe and rub it. And he, like, did it to, like, his mother or whatever, who was, like, think the, uh, she was the like the nurse or whatever and then like other kids like let wow. him do it to them did that ever happen to you Th- did he do that to yeah. me yeah he did it this one time i was sit- sitting next to him at a uh, there was like a skit or something so like someone was like performing and he like sort of like silently started doing it and i was just like how do i handle this like make this stop i don't know what i did i think i like Maybe like pushed him off. I don't know. I wonder what happened if you just would start rubbing his earlobe back. That would just look very strange. <laughs> so you were the kind of kid who they would get to. Yeah, I mean, carry I just, money and then steal from. Money. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I got tied up to a lamppost with a jump rope once. What? Yeah, on the neighborhood cul-de-sac. Yeah. What? Wow. They stole my shoes once. The neighborhood, the neighborhood kids were all like three years older than me, and I was always wanting to hang out with them. And okay. like, yeah, you can hang out with us. Oh, yeah. that's tough. <laughs> I'll take your shoes. And my dad had to go and get the shoes back. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Imagine being the dad who's just like, <laughs> so <right>. your son <laughs> yeah. stole my son's shoes. And I'm here to that. get them back, yeah. please. <laughs> Have you talked to him about it? I haven't. That's actually a, that'd be a really good thing to talk to my dad about next time I see him. I'm kind of out of things to talk about with him, so that'll be good. Yeah. I remember that's a good one. I feel like telling this, this is why I don't tell stories about you, because I just was such an asshole as a kid. <laughs> and I remember trading, and this kid who had this amazing, like, giant, really cool castle toy, and I was like, I'll give you, he was much younger than me, 100 pennies for this toy. <laughs> and he was like, fuck yeah! <laughs> I just gave him, like, 100 pennies, and I took it, and then, like, two hours later, his big brother had to come over and be like, hey, uh, <laughs> you know? What else did you do? Uh, Actually, no. what song did you sing the girl? Oh, so I was a huge Weird Al Yankovic fan, and he had this original song. I don't know the name of it, but it was like, it was called Amy, and her name was Amy, and it was like, 
me. Why won't you go out with me? That's the only line I remember from it. But oh, like, and that, that was the line yeah, from the song. Yeah, that was the line from the song. It was like spot on. And like, you know, I remember singing it to her. Her and her she was, like, two on the nose. And her and her friend. And she was going out with, like, the kid who was, like, clearly much more attractive and cool than I am, but I was always trying to, like... I, How old were you? I was... Uh, this would have been in third, fourth grade. Yeah. I marvel now at, like, how bold I was. Yeah. Like, as I got older, and, like, I actually started dating, it's like, I would never have the balls to, like... I mean, I wouldn't just... You know, when I started dating, I wouldn't serenade women with weird songs, but I wouldn't like. You should try that now. See that how that goes. Also, I wouldn't be like, I know you have a boyfriend, but you see that tree over there? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go walk over there. I want to sing you something. I'm but David I, Weinberg. I just feel like I just didn't have any fear, or it didn't occur to me to be afraid. Of, That's like, amazing, David. I mean, so it never. She what never. Is the, sorry, what was the she result? Had no okay. interest in me ever. It never happened, and I always felt like pained by that. But it didn't stop me from trying over yeah. and over again. You know. So who are the kids who are three years older? Gosh, uh, Brian was next door. His dad was a fireman, is a fireman. Still? Uh, retired, but, you know, still have the, like, fireman badges on their cars and everything. Still like, like yeah, you, like, you live that life when you're, I think, I think Brian's a fireman now. I haven't talked to him in yeah, 20 years. Yeah, and then you start getting, like, full pay at 51 years old or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, I dug the life of uh, the schedule, too, where you, like, kind of work. You like basically twelve hour shifts, yeah, or twenty fours, yeah. You're sort of on call. I have a friend who I went to high school with is a fireman, and it is like I'm kind of like, yeah, that's really cool. (laughs) (laughs) That's really cool. Yeah. Do you guys know Laurel Breitman? No, she's like a, she does a lot of stuff for Pop Up Magazine. Uh, She lives in the Bay Area, but her uh, younger brother Jake is a fireman. My friend who I went to high school with. Um. Lives the burly life. Then Liam was the kid the next house over. Who? Liam. Liam. He like played soccer, played in band a lot, and I'm trying to remember what else. Did His parents get, were like Berkeley professors, like did he professors get the of Berkeley. Like a basic scholarship. Uh, he might have. He very well could have. Um, and then there was John John, who was his name was John. His name was John John. Oh no. He was kind of the troublemaker. He was actually a year younger than me, but he was the one that got into trouble all the time. Like, I went and hung out in his backyard and he would just light stuff on fire. Um, he lit a chair on fire behind his shed <laughs> and then, like, put it out and then when his dad came out he just, like, ran into the garage, put on, uh, what's that, uh, Hot, Hot, Hot song? It's Hot, 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 uh, the, the guy, Buster Point, Buster Poindexter? The guy that used to be in the New York Dolls and he created this pop. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that Hot, Hot, Hot song. He wait, put wait, that on and started dancing and pretended like nothing gag? was wrong. No, he was just trying to cover up that he had lit the oh, chair I th- on I fire. Thought the, so I thought the, the chair was hot, 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 and he no, was doing no, a oh, that's, No, I didn't even connect that. No, he was, he was just trying to put a song on. He didn't on. put on, come on, baby, light like, your fire. No, he was like, we weren't lighting that chair on fire. We're just hanging like, out in the garage like listening to music. Light your fire is what it's called, by the way. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so those were the three boys that I hung out with. So wait, but the kid who was younger than you hung out with the older guys and was mean He was you? sort of, he didn't like really he hang out with those you? other two older guys. He just kind of okay. hung out on his own. Yeah, apparently I was drifting between the two of them. He sounds yeah. like a guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, let's go light some chairs on fire. Yeah. You're like, I don't want to do that for yeah. so many reasons, you know. <laughs> so many reasons not to do that. Was it like but a nice chair? the nice thing is he didn't make fun of me. The two older guys would make fun of me. <laughs> so I'd hang out with the guy that would light chairs on fire. <laughs> oh, rough, rough. Yeah. Did, did the older guys use that as extra fodder to make fun of you? I don't remember. Like, I don't think that came up. <laughs> yeah. John, John. John, John, the kid who lights chairs on fire. Yeah. That is too good. Yeah. And his parents were Berkeley professors. Uh, Liam's parents were Berkeley oh, professors. Oh, okay. I was going to say, thanks, Pat Brown. Yeah. I'm going to hear from them. I haven't talked to any of these people in 20 years. And they're going to be like, I was listening to the Astro. <laughs> I'm sure. What? Fans of the pod. So you never ended up becoming friends with them, like, later on or anything no, like that? No, no. None of them, I don't think. Um, my sister is friends with Liam's younger sister. I think they're still in touch. You have a sister? Yeah. She's three years younger than me. Uh, she's living an amazing life on Whidbey Island. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. She's, she, like, married this guy. They lived in New York for a long time together, and they moved back to Whidbey Island outside of Seattle with uh, where he grew up. And oh, he did? It's amazing. Like they just had a kid there about eight weeks ago, and they run 
the pie shop that her husband inherited from his mother. No. It's like this oh, storybook lifestyle. I was there two summers ago. Oh, cool. Yeah. Wait, were you there for Chrissy Clark's wedding? Yeah. My yeah. sister like hosted some weird thing for that. Like they were getting oysters. I think they provide the oysters from my sister's yeah, land. Yeah, the whole um, and event was very well catered by like local people. Like right. it, it was like and I think Rostin's family like made a lot of the Food. My sister texted me one day said, do you know someone named Chrissy Clark? I was like, uh, I know of her. I know her a little bit. And I guess, yeah. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. It was cool. kind of one of the small world places. Yeah, Whidbey Island is great. amazing. I'm trying to try so and go amazing. there soon. And then I, I knew someone who lived there who just died. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. He was a, he was a good man. Um, so you have a younger sister. <laughs> just putting a button on that. <laughs> Cut off that. <laughs> <laughs> it's done. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We can talk about my sister all we want. Trying to bring us down, He was a good man. What? What's wrong about talking about people who have died? Yeah, sure. Let's toast him. Oh. Yule Nylinger. Yule Nylinger? Sorry, I didn't mean Nylinger. Yeah, he's an amazing bass player. I mean, he played with Cecil Taylor. You know? No, I don't. You know who Cecil Taylor is? Jesus. It's a jazz guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, major stuff. Look it up. Go right put it on Spotify. Yeah, Hold do on. it as the song of the week or whatever. <laughs> look it up right this second. No, I don't want to look at my phone while we're... I know, I'm just kidding. I'm just being fraternal. <laughs> um... What else do we need to get to? What What have you always wondered about your friend Nick White that you've always wanted to ask? Pretend he's not here. Pretend he's not here and ask. No, listen. Yeah, yeah. No, talk to me about it. what's something. <laughs> what's something that you're like, kind of like, what, why is Nick like that? Or like, he's <laughs> <laughs> always giving away trucks. But yeah, I don't get one. that's true. I'm trying to find one for you. For I just example, haven't found the right one yet. Um. I don't know. I'm trying to pretend he's not here. Yeah. So I can really. Or, or do you want to like say something nice about Nick? <laughs> That'll make me really uncomfortable. Like, okay. If Nick died, and then we we were like, we got together and we we're like, God damn, he's dead. Yeah. Like he was a nice guy. What would you say? This is really deep, Richard. I'd be like, do you think Colin would let me have his truck? <laughs> <laughs> I did love that truck. And he gave it away. Very Buddhist of you. But just like, you really no. want a truck that the wheel fell off yeah. the highway? I kind of feel like I Why? Because that's just like bad way. vibes at that point? I mean, well, I'm pretty sure there's these things called trap. lug nuts. <laughs> it's clearly a death trap. Yeah. I just didn't. So it got hit while it was parked. I don't know if this is interesting, but uh, it got hit while it was parked, and like insurance gave me way more than the damage was probably worth. And so I just didn't fix it and said, Colin, you can have it. Like the speedometer doesn't work. Yeah, the speedometer doesn't work. Um, yeah, the speedometer on my truck never worked. It was either like zero or like 70, and like that was it. Right. Like many ovens, I've been happy to. Bacon. What? Like old ovens. Like, you know, like my place in Highland Park had like an O'Keefe and Merritt mm. oven from like probably, I don't know, the 40s or something like that. And you just had to like guess how hot it was. Put an external thermometer inside of it. I should have. I should have an oven thermometer. Remember when we talked about how like I couldn't replace my oven, my oven mitts? Oven mitts and you no, no, no. Like, but yeah. so Caitlin's mom got me oven mitts for my birthday as a result of that uh, because actually Caitlin's parents listen to this show no way wow. yeah You're they're like avid listeners I know can you believe that <laughs> I was trying to think of things I can say that are embarrassing about you but I can't think of anything no 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 no. I'm sure I'm doing it for myself but, it, but anyway thank you so much for those Nancy I love them and uh, I, I use them all the time but uh, oven thermometer is another one where I'm like yes I should have an oven thermometer thermometer for all reasons and like i use my oven so much and i don't know how hot it is inside of there but the new oven is it's like a, actually a modern appliance like um whereas the old one wasn't so here's the thing that's happening that happens every week which is i'm talking too much and like no you're not yes i am 
For God's sake, what would you say if he died? I don't know. I say would something about nice it. about this person. It depends on how I died, probably. Yeah. Um, like, what if I had chosen to end my own yeah, life? Yeah, I'd be that like, well, Way to kick it up a notch. Well, I wanted to judge. Um, I don't know. It's something I would want to think a lot about. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, I wouldn't just be like, have two Coronas and then fucking... <laughs> <laughs> I had some good times. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Here's one thing that I can't bring to the table here is you guys talk about cooking so much. Right. I'm a terrible cook. I doubt that. Uh, I it's like absolutely it's true. Terrible cook, you just have no I just don't. Yeah, I just yeah, cook. I have no interest in it. Well, why uh, don't you cook? Uh, a lot of times because I'm on my own and I feel like it's not that efficient of a thing to do uh, for yourself when you can right. just get something pretty cheap for six bucks or whatever. It's hard to cook for one. Like mm-hmm. that's not. Yeah. And then but you like cook forever and then you just like eat it over the sink in 30 seconds right. and you're like damn you like i do that all the time even yeah if, like i'll make like a really elaborate meal for my family and then i'll just be like shoveling a pile of cheese in my right face. yeah i think a lot of people run into that when they start cooking is that you're like well i just spent like three hours yeah and, yeah like, this is it you know and, well, like, right and that's what and i want to try and what my hope is is to turn it into like more of a source of joy like enjoy the process of it right and i just haven't had do that do you think you can take things that you don't like enjoy and force yourself to enjoy doing them oh that's a good question I don't know cause I feel like I finally a good question I, <laughs> this is why I don't Rich. talk on this show no no I mean cause I've been asking all the questions well I just feel like I I inherently enjoy cooking and there aren't a lot of things I do at this point in my life but that I don't inherently yeah. enjoy like I'm not like trying to enjoy anything is there a way to play like Skyrim for three hours and then there's a meal at the end of it <laughs> what Skyrim, What's video, Skyrim, video game. See, I feel, I feel like Are you I feel a gamer? the same way about video not, games. No, I'm not a gamer. I play like, what's that? I feel like I just look at right. video games as like, I just spent three hours, like, what? Now I beat some adventure <laughs> right, level? Yeah, like, right. that's it? Why? Why? I'll yeah. play video games with you sometimes. Right. I don't if play you, that many anymore. I used to play a lot. Games. I used to do a lot of like role-playing games and stuff like that. And I, I'm actually trying to get that going again. But role-playing? Some of that you maybe. Claiming you're gonna have a yeah, no. And what I is a role-playing game? Oh, you mean like like Dungeons and Dragons or something? You do that? I did it. Yeah, I was the a dungeon master. A friend of mine texted me and he was like, "Hey, might be starting a Dungeons and Dragons thing. Like, are you down?" Like, I've never. Played he's that. like, also, he's Richard, like, you might be too. What? I want to pull the clip out of you saying you do that. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's not. So I don't. Judgy. Didn't mean that. I'm, no, I'm teasing. That wasn't judgy. Yeah. <laughs> Just because I'm out here, like, stripped and bleeding for the public, you know? Like, I'm putting myself on the line every fucking week for this show. Caitlin's mom and dad are listening to this. Richard's a great guy. Okay, you stop. Be very no, 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 no. Now you've um, lost your life. Sorry, I didn't mean I to interrupt your story. I'm sorry to interrupt your story. It's not a story. Okay. This is another example of something I probably should not even go into. But he was like, it's basically like joining a band. Like, it requires, like, a big commitment does, and schedules. Yeah. And, like, and he lives way out. And I was yeah. like... To be honest, I've never played before, so count me out, basically. Yeah. And he was like, good news, I've never played before either. Like, let's yeah. do it. And I was like, sorry, still out. You know, it's, like, it's I a, can't. Yeah, I talk about playing Dungeons & Dragons Astro. again the way I talk about, like, starting a punk band with friends. It's right, like, yeah. that, wouldn't that I be mean, cool? I have a deep love for board games. I lived with a guy who used to own a board game store, and when it closed down, he just kept wow. playing board games. And so we, I lived in this warehouse with him in New Orleans, and he had, like, every board game you can imagine and we would play these board games and I fell in love with them all but now I just feel like it's not a thing in my life that I do regularly and I'd love to um, well I bought this game Illuminati that we shall play Richard you should come over and play Illuminati yeah what's Illuminati it's uh, a card game except it's like one deck of cards everyone plays off of in the middle and the deck of cards are all the different organizations it was made in like 82 or 83 and the card the cards are all like there's a card for the FBI a card for like the National Rifle Association, a card for Democrats, a card for like comic book store owners, like all these different organizations in the world. And then each player is a different shadowy conspiracy theory. Like I'd be the Bermuda Triangle, David might be the UFOs, you might be the uh, Gnomes of Zurich. Uh-huh. And each of us are competing for influence over every little card. And it's, and you're like bidding against each other for influence over these little, these groups. Huh. Uh, so it's like uh, this is the most engaged I've like been for the like entire podcast. 
You haven't been having a fun time? I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, no. I just sensed, oh, man, I'm talking really fast when I'm talking about this game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, David anyway, talks on fast on Madeline Brand's show, but not on here. Well, I'd eaten some <laughs> drugs before. Let's <laughs> not, not talk about drugs on the show. All right, let's talk about drugs. I was hungover. I had to go live on the radio. Not live, but I had to... You were hungover off. after that night? Wait, what night You wimp. We, we went out. Mm. Yeah, Thanks, guys. Thanks little... for calling. Sorry. I Sorry. made David stop at three <laughs> taco places. So, and I had a single Adderall pill that I had been saving that I thought I was going to use on a night when I had, like, a deadline. It was, like, a... Chris and Nancy, please. I was like, I'm going to use this for work. And then I was Forgive like, oh, David. I need to, like... And so not only was I going on the radio, but then afterward I was going on a very, uh, like, long hike. Going on, like, a... I was hiking the highest peak in Santa Monica Sandstone Mountains. Sandstone Peaks. Sandstone Peaks. So I was like, well, I got to go on the radio, and I got to hike this mountain, and I'm a long over, so I'll just eat the Adderall. I the Adderall. You sounded great. Drank some coffee. It sounded great. It was just fine. I know, but I, I caught it, actually. Or I caught, like, a... I sent you a video. <laughs> so David's like, he's talking so animatedly about Louie Louie, and it's so great, and I start videoing, and then he says, well, you know, it's kind of like, you know, it was sort of part of the, like, the patois of the time, and I was like, ooh, fancy boy. Fancy boy used many languages on the air. Yeah, I'm a... I thought it was good. It was amazing. <laughs> I just want that type of energy on this show, Richard. Appearance on the Battle and Brand show was amazing. No, I thought it was great. I told you so. I didn't listen to it, but I mean, what I caught was great. I mean, what you? I mean, you were there. You don't need to listen. No, you sounded good. Like what you were on that show. That's what I want you as on this show. Good. Come on. Well, yeah. If all of the show was talk about. Things you actually things knew about. That I had spent months and months and months researching and been obsessed with, and then I had like five. That's a different thing. I can't bring that to this show. This is a different show. Can I, I, tell, can I tell a story about the guy that owned the board game shop? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Totally. He. I lived with him in this warehouse in New Orleans, and he was trying to start a new religion that was built all around music, which is like not what I'm going to talk about. But he was good. Ashton, Oregon, and he homeschooled his kids and like a bunch of the other kids in the neighborhood. And I was like, oh, man, what was that like? And he's like, well, the first thing we did every day was I loaded the bong, and we passed it around, and we smoked the bong, and then we jammed for a while, and then I just would teach them. And I was like, that was school for these kids? These are kids, you know? How old? Uh, uh, he started homeschooling them when they were, like, in elementary school. Oof. And, like... And he, they were doing bong loads? <laughs> well, I think this was maybe middle school, but it was, like... These were like young kids, and That's, it, it was. I was just like, that is the craziest. I, I just can't imagine like that being your school. Neither can I. Yeah, I wonder often. Did you meet the kids? No, his son died young of cancer, and that was sort of like what had fueled his new life that he created. His daughter was like a in a band and lived in Seattle and seemed to be doing well. I think she like had a success, you know very successful band but it was just sort of like a weird uh yeah a weird thing to his daughter's in a band she was this was in is she from ashland oregon yeah i mean i don't want is to a grouper? Who this is. oh she at the time she lived in seattle okay so it's not grouper i don't know what the band, i don't remember the name of the band well but that's that story look we've got nick here we're coming in on an hour but maybe we should just go until these beers are done. All right? Whoa. What do you mean? Well, guys, you guys I mean, have, like, you have one rule on this show. We and we do. For an hour. Yeah, but I feel like we haven't made enough of the fact that Nick is here. Like, I think that we need to take advantage of it. I don't know about that. <laughs> we just, I can't be your first guest. We apparently have divergent I can't break goals. two rules. I can't break two rules. Well, no, you've had a guest before. My sister. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the whole hour, though. Right. She didn't, you're right. Nor did I. Yeah, right. <laughs> got out of that. All right, fine. We can stop at the normal hour. So that means we only have, also we have six more minutes. To to you have an event to go to. You gonna come? You come. No, I have a another event to go to. Right. Technically. So we all we're all very busy. No, I mean we're I would really have liked to have been invited. But yeah, just, I just <laughs> invited you. It's, it's kind of like the truck share. It's like, like I'm like, to go I wanna to this event with <laughs> That was like the first thing I told you. Is Katya going? 
Katya's out of town. She's at the Believer Festival in Las Vegas. Oh, really? Um, so you're going to see Jonathan Ames yes. read. I have a Jonathan Ames story. Go for um, it. I've played softball with him. I hit three very solid fly balls. All went straight to him in center field. So he's my sports nemesis. Are you going to bring that up tonight at the he's event? Right. Probably. Will that be uh, your question during the Q&A? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He is surprisingly athletic for, you know. He's a boxer. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Oh, I forgot about he that. He was a boxer? Yeah. You don't know about his boxing career? He had one of the most, like, like he had this great essay in, like, one of the very early McSweeney's that I'll, like, never forget. It was, like, but it was, like, biographical. It was nonfiction, which was unusual for those issues. But I think it was, like, McSweeney's 8 or something like that. It was orange and it had a sparrow on the cover. Anyway. Deep cuts for Jonathan Ames there. I'm really excited to see him. I, Bored to Death is one of my favorite shows. I think it's... I haven't watched it. Oh, my God. You'd love it. I think that I've I watched think you like really would one like it. of them. Is Jason's it's Forsman. just sort of about three guys being sweet friends with each other, and that's what I love about it. Is just it like this show? Yeah. Well, I mean, do you want to be a permanent two, two friends and, a, and an interloper? I'm in a diner. Yeah. Um. No, I can't invade the show. I'll I'll be a, I'll be like you know those uh, Tonight Show guests that show up every month when they can't figure out another guest. I'll be like I'll be your standby Who's guy. Who's that? Uh, gosh, who are some of the regulars? Like, well, Mark Maron was a regular on Conan for a while. Like, Mark Maron would show up every like three oh, really? weeks in the early days of Conan. You oh, know. I thought he was there to do stand up. I only know that through listening to Mark Maron's podcast. I never. Right. Just a regular. I'll be a regular. I've never watched Late Night, but last night I watched the Letterman show that's on Netflix. I watched some of that, too. The Jay-Z one? one? I watched the Jay-Z one because it was, like, the banner, and I was like, I really don't know anything about Jay-Z, actually, like, Hmm. and I don't necessarily find him interesting or anything like that, but, like, so why don't I start with that one? And I did find it interesting, and I found it very false in the normal, like, celebrity ways of just, like, oh, yeah, we understand each other because we're both, like, powerful, successful men, so on that level... Definitely a lot of overlap, yeah. you know, and every other like level. It's it's interesting that it's different, <laughs> but we're, but we're both like rich, successful dudes, so we get each other. You know, yeah. is kind of the vibe. Sorry, I'm really. Are you drunk, Richard? Have you been drinking? <laughs> no, I've had one and a half beers. Was was that a, a harsh thing to say? No, I I was a little disappointed by. How Letterman would just play the fuddy-duddy white guy asking a rap guy about what it's like to be a rap guy. Right. Like, he asked about the N-word, which was a sort he of did, weird, yeah. like, line of questioning. He asked, asked it in a way that someone would ask in, like, 1995 or 6, you know, like, why do you guys say this? Right. It's like, yeah, and then Jay-Z is, like, <laughs> starting in, like, 1969, Richard Pryor, have you yeah, heard of, yeah. you know, Richard Pryor? He's yeah. been like, dead for, like, his entire career. And Letterman's the best, don't get me wrong. Like, Letterman's fucking but awesome. that was, I mean, like, Richard Pryor, yeah. like, what, like, that was his project, was, like, right. you know, changing the meaning of that word, and that was if a long time ago. If had, it would be someone who had him on a show many times and understands the world of comedy. But, sorry, Letterman. Not invited on the Astro. I did sort of like that Judd Apatow was in the crowd. If he wanted to come on, we'd probably let him. Oh, yeah, he's invited. (laughs) Is anyone not invited? Is anyone off limits? Guys, two minutes. What are we going to do? I don't know. I mean, what have the worst parts of this episode been? That's what you want to do with the last two minutes? I don't know. Just just express regret. <laughs> Let's get, I mean, I'm trying to get ahead of what's going to happen to Nick later tonight. I'm, I, would, I will say I'm really excited to have been here. This is fantastic. Thank you very much. I'm a fan of the show. Excited to be on the show. I'm sad that this wasn't like a portrait of Nick White, though. Like, we didn't really... I'm not sad. We, I'm grateful it wasn't that. Yeah, we don't... We just go with the flow. Invite me back in like two months. I'll be back in like two months. He's more antagonistic to me while you're here, by the way. <laughs> All right, what do you want to do for the last... Minute and a half. Yeah, because you're sure. Richard, what's your biggest regret of the last two days? Something that I said here t- today. Yeah. Really? You know what? Just well, I just got a, there are a couple things that I said that is it, are you, is you it, reacted is to it where it you were like, whoa. Is it when you accuse me of being antagonistic, you're going to be like, man, I really wish I hadn't said that. Richard, it's okay. I cut you off during your, you talking about your friend dying. I just kind of. Talk, I stopped that. That's my biggest regret of the show. Oh, don't worry about yeah, that. See, you were right to put a button on that. <laughs> it's nice when somebody else provides a little... 
opinion or whatever. Yeah, like I, you know, like I don't. I feel like it was a passive aggressive dig at David. No, it's not. No, I feel. I don't want to be like. I'm just kidding. No, I don't want to be like railroading all the time and like talking too much. That's my. What I'm saying about you is actually about me. You know, like obviously. Right. Why would it be about you? Um, I admire you. I admire you, Richard. And you, Nick. Thanks. I admire you guys. Nick, I admire you. You guys are doing a fun show. Thank you. I always think about giving it up. <laughs> the, the show? Yeah. I know I you are. I can tell you are. You're sick of me. I'm not sick of you. I just feel like, shouldn't I be doing something important with my life? No. Like... No, you should not.